0: Visit voiceamerica.com The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: There are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper.
2: Hi, this is Chris Cooper of com and CC1Consulting.com and I'm delighted to be back with you for yet another week. This is um, episode 95 and um, soon be at 100. Thank you very much um, to my guest last week, Stephen Gould, who was talking with me about family business and it was great to hear um, from a new magazine called the Family Business Owner Magazine who said we'd like to feature Stephen on the front cover of our first, very first edition. So that was fantastic. So good luck to them. So... Have you thought about, or are you seeking to improve the way that you globalise your business with the help of digital, um, the digital revolution? I mean, clearly, this show is an example of me doing that. And during this show, we're going to today we're going to explore some different channels. Um, So we're going to talk about online, including. Creating your own magazines, getting your articles published as well as hosting, and guesting on online radio shows um, as a strategy for adding value and growing your business. Now, I'm joined today by Dave Sharp and Peter Daly Dixon, who are the co-founders and masterminds behind um, SBO International, As a small business owner um, magazine and uh, series of uh, magazines. They're a successful boutique publishing house. They've got a range of, uh, as I mentioned, digital magazines and resources for the small business owner. Uh, one of them, the small business owner magazine, features this show in each edition. Um, during the show, I, I will therefore share, kind of link together, you know, my learnings from creating and hosting over two years and almost 100 hours of live online radio Um, which is now accessed in over 50 countries. And the Small Business Owner Magazine is also um, widely distributed and accessible around the world for people who are uh, using iPad and uh, using the iPhone. To tell you about Dave Sharp, Dave is the co-founder of SBO International, a successful uh, boutique publishing house. I've just mentioned that. He's editor-in-chief of the Small Business Owner Magazine. If you want to find out uh, about the magazine or access it you can uh, obtain it via an iPad or via the iPhone at wwwsbomag.com that's s for sugar b o mag.com Dave's task is to identify the very best content for subscribers to the globe and if you're someone who could feature in the magazine then do contact him. Um, as uh, uh, so we'll explain where you can uh, where you can contact you go to um, hello at the SBOMag.com, um, you can connect with them and uh, suggest that you might be someone who could provide some great content. So they're always keen to hear from uh, really good people, thought leaders, people with um, great content to share. Um, Davis um, describes himself as the go to guy for people wanting to, to their target audience. He's an in demand event specialist, he's a compare, an MC, a conference facilitator, and a walk. He combines this with a part-time career in broadcasting. He's regularly heard passionately commenting on football matches for BBC Radio. Peter Davidson lives in Common, England. He's a husband, a dad, a stepdad. He runs several successful businesses, including being uh, www.beingmillionaire.com, home of the original A Million Pound Note, and SBO International, which um, is uh, the uh, magazine and a publishing house that uh, he shares with dave uh, when he's not busy at home or working he loves to run with a mouth and personal best of three hours 41 which i think is pretty impressive it's about half an hour faster than me so uh i'm impressed by that um so to uh, dave and peter hi there chris good afternoon Hey, chris Hi, good, good to hear you both. I mean,
3: Peter, I believe you're in a conference centre somewhere. Where are you at the moment? I'm in the centre of Birmingham, uh, Chris, just by uh, Birmingham Library, the International Convention Centre. Actually, at, a, at an entrepreneur's convention, there's about 1,300 small business owners in the room, so it's quite an exciting uh, place to be at the
2: moment. Oh, fantastic. I'm just wondering why I'm not there i not heard of that one <laughs> i think i've got a bit of a dodgy internet connection though chris so i apologize for that in advance no problem so we're just uh if we have uh, any challenges with you peter we'll we'll talk with dave but hopefully it's uh it's it sustains throughout the interview um, i hope so
3: let's um what about to see you dave are you in birmingham as well No, i'm over in uh warwick which has got a very nice castle if people are listening in from all over the world uh, you may know the castle, world famous uh, castle. So I uh, know I'm about a hundred yards from it, uh, but my internet connection is fantastic because I'm sitting on top of my Wi-Fi. <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> Sounds isn't painful. It? Built by the Earl of Warwick, it's an amazing place. I took
2: my son there a few weeks ago. Absolutely loved it. One of the best castles in England, isn't
3: it? Oh, fantastic! In Europe, I'd argue.
2: Mm, I think <laughs> I agree with you there. So, so let's start with um, guys with how you got into digital media, and Dave, how did you get into this arena?
3: Well, um, I was dragged kicking and screaming into the digital age. I have to say I'm 50 years old and anybody who's kind of 45 plus might agree with me that it's not been an easy step. You know, I wasn't brought up with the digital age. It's something that I've had to learn and uh, I thought it was a passing phase. and Clearly not. Um, My background was in print publishing and that went a little bit pear-shaped with the fact that paper prices are rising, ink prices are rising, and people are turning to the internet for their information. So I got out at the right time. And for me, I was fortunate because I hooked up with Peter, who's very, very technical and gifted in that arena. And uh, the story goes that I was given an iPad as a gift, and I had no clue what I was going to do with it. And uh, I thought, well, uh, it's just going to sit there with photographs on it. And that's about it. And Peter saw that and said, you know, we've got a great opportunity here with your publishing background, and you've got an iPad, and with my technical skills, let's get into the digital age, and let's reach as many small business owners across the globe as possible, and that was a scary thought, but Peter was the driver. Excellent, because the internet enables that coverage, doesn't
2: it? It enables us to reach people far easier than printed
3: documentation. Absolutely, and with the printed documentation I got, it was a very targeted magazine, but it was delivered by hand. (laughs) And clearly that's time consuming. It's Mm. just not the way to go. So for me, digital media was the way forward. It's been not easy because as I say, I'm not technically gifted. And I would say that anybody looking to do this, if you can partner with someone who knows what they're doing, it's going to be one of the best partnerships you can ever do. And so, so you, you basically, um, you went from, from, um, press through to
2: digital media and, I mean, is there a is there a shift, a big shift, you know, from um, printed documentation to digital now? Are much more people reading their
3: content off- via digital devices? Yeah, it would seem so. It's uh, something that obviously is going to happen more and more these things aren't going to go away. People can read on the iPad, on their iPhone and on other devices, tablets. And it's it's just the way of the future. And I'm actually going to be presenting at a conference in the UK in a couple of weeks. And the whole conference is going to be about how young people will be learning via tablets. I don't think the written word or the printed word has got a future, which is a little bit sad. I think there's something good about, you know, picking up a real book or a real magazine and a, and a pad and a pen. But I'm old-fashioned, and the world is moving online if it hasn't already. And I guess we've also got things like you know, massively improving technology,
2: haven't we? So so the ability for people to access you know, videos, content, and, uh, and, and access this material in a very efficient way is just increasing almost day by day, isn't it, with broadband technology?
3: Well, I think that's the biggest advantage of our magazine. We put a lot of articles in it, but also the fact that we can put video in there, we can embed links, we can put downloads there, uh, put your radio show in, of course, you know, give people lots and lots of different ways to pick up the tips and the advice and the insights and the strategies, because not everybody wants to read. Some people like to watch, some people like to listen. So for us, it's been a, a natural step. And I guess that would be the same for you, wouldn't it? I mean, you've obviously ventured into digital radio, Chris. I mean, does that resonate with you as well? I think so. You
2: know, I, I definitely. And, you know, for me, I, I ventured into the radio as a. I had this. I had this desire to add value to more people than quite done simply through uh, my physical presence with my clients, and and I saw an opportunity. Having done a number of teleseminars and then having done some in- interviews online, um, I saw an opportunity to maybe spread my reach a little bit further and gain some new skills, really, and, and build some new skills. And Voice America contacted me, and it made sense to. To try a radio show, and you know, maybe we'll do it later in the show. I'll share some of the benefits of having done that. It's been a, a times a labour of love, but um, I, I will, you know, I don't think I'll ever look back from having done it.
3: Yeah, for me, it's exactly the same. You know, it's the classic example of why didn't we do this years ago? But of course, then you know, we have to remind ourselves that, for example, the App Store is only five years old this year. Mm-hmm. Um, iPads—they're not an, an old device. These are new things, tablets. It's new technology, and if you've caught the wave early and, and continue to catch that wave, because it still hasn't risen to its greatest height yet, it'll become mainstream within the next two to five years. But for anybody listening to this who thinks, I want to go global, I want to use digital media, then do it now. Get the wave early. That would be my advice. I think that's a really good really good point. And uh, you know, I guess having
2: an interesting example, having lost um, Peter there, because we lost Peter because we do this show over Skype. And Skype's only been around for a few years, and and the you know something like Skype, the ability to talk to people all around the world and for free, is phenomenal. And that quality is improving all the time. Um, you know, key thing though is you've got to make sure you're somewhere where you've got a good Skype connection to work, so it doesn't. Yet we haven't quite caught up with every location being. Uh, you know, uh, having a 100% broadband connection, uh, and, and that's why we've lost Peter. So in a few years' time, we probably find we wouldn't lose Peter because the the broadband is uh, so good across the country.
3: Sure, but I think one of the exciting things, Chris, although it's frustrating when these technical hitches come along, is that we're part of the learning curve. You know, we're the ones that are inf- influencing things. You know, we were talking earlier about some aspects of the small business owner magazine. It's on the iPhone, but it's not perfect but it's not perfect yet, but at least it's out there. And that's a start. And, that, there's, again, another bit of advice is, you know, if Peter was on the line now, he'd be saying, just get out there and start. And I was probably a little bit of a ditherer. And it was Pete that said, let's set a deadline, put a deadline in the sand, make it public, and then go for it. You know, once you put a public deadline out there, <laughs> you're committed. Mm-hmm. And, um and that's what we did and and our first magazine wasn't perfect by any stretch but gosh we didn't have to learn a lot each time we put one out and i guess that's the same with your radio you learn all the time and actually
2: i, I quite like it when things go wrong it makes a show quite interesting just to get around the problem of, of, of sorting it out it's um it's it's fine because i think and i think people are a little bit more giving because technology is not 100% and, and you're absolutely right i've listened back to my earlier shows I'd probably listen to them quite critically, but now the quality is consistently higher, I think, and uh, my ability to host the show is better, but uh, that's from having 95 shows under my belt, and you've had, what, um, uh, you know, 50, or 60 magazines, haven't you, with this?
3: Well, not quite that many, but, you know, we've been going since September last year. We were a monthly magazine previously. We've gone quarterly, but we've got plans to launch many more magazines, and I guess one of the advantages is that we can niche our products because there's an audience somewhere for the product that you've got. You know, people sometimes go broad, wide and not deep enough. And you know what? This world with the technology we've got, you can really impact somebody who's perhaps looking for uh, sewing classes in Philadelphia, targeted at 50 year old women who want to use blue silk. There'll be somebody who wants to do that, you know, and you've got access to them, and and you could never target without laser accuracy without the internet, in my view. Yeah, absolutely. So we digital media provides an opportunity. I mean, why why do you think people should go
2: global? What are the advantages to doing that? You know, it might be we've got a you know a company based in the in America or based in Pakistan or something, there. and why should they extend that reach?
3: Does, does it make things more complicated. Um, well, I think what it does is it, it's a tremendous learning curve for us thinking about the global market and the way that people communicate, cultural differences, all of these are the things that come into play, really expand your mind, they make you what Pete would describe as a truly international citizen. You know, I consider myself from Warwick in Warwickshire, in England, in the UK, in Europe, in the world, but with a iPad or an iPhone or a tablet or a mobile device, you become an international citizen. So your reach and your thinking is global. But for me personally, one of the roles I take within the magazine is to curate the content. And I've deliberately gone to people across the world and asked for content. And it comes in with different slants on it, which I would never get from just keeping it UK. And As a result, it's like being on a university course. I'm learning from all these great people from across the globe because what's working in the States, what's working in New Zealand might not have even reached our shores. So people are sharing this stuff and I'm learning. So for that reason alone, it's been a brilliant thing. And I guess you've done the same. I bet you've learned more than anybody. I think
2: it's been been an absolute gift to have the opportunity to learn from so many people. In a very in a disciplined way, having to produce a weekly show, it means I've got to connect with people around the world weekly, and and means speaking to a lot of people. And you're kind of giving people a gift, aren't you, by being in your magazine? Um, you're giving somebody a gift, and I'm giving somebody a gift to actually be on my show, and uh, and that uh, helps foster and begin some great relationships.
3: Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. It's all about relationships. Gone are the days where you were selling and um, pushing messages at people it's now about building relationships engaging people and drawing them in that kind of inbound uh, way of getting people to listen to what you've got to say but by first understanding what it is they want you know because not everybody is going to be in your audience that you want so you know you've got to be very clear about what they want and what you can offer and um, you know that's been the biggest learn for me personally. Definitely, I've got, got a couple of minutes before we go to the first commercial break. But I guess what we're talking about
2: here, you know, you you, you produce a digital or digital magazines, <clears throat> and uh, for everybody people listening, and I, I I host a radio show, and that might not be right for everybody who's listening here to actually go and set something up themselves. You might want to, you might not, but but we also there are the opportunity with all of this digital media to be a guest in a magazine or to be and be featured. Um, to, to get yourself some extra coverage, to be the guest on a radio show when the show is focused on you. Um, but what, just very quickly, Dave, what other types of media, digital media, can people use to
3: go global? Well, webinars seem a very, very popular choice at the moment. That's one way. Uh, YouTube videos, uh, podcasts, all of these other things play to your strengths. You know? I mean, I'm a natural speaker. I like talking. So for me, doing a radio show, a podcast... It uh, would be the natural thing. Peter is brilliant at doing stuff to camera, uh, and he's good at writing. And you're clearly good at hosting a, a radio show. So I think find your niche, but there are lots of things that you can do for sure. Excellent. Well, we're going to go to commercial break now. After the break, we're going to start looking more about uh,
2: digital media and also some of the key lessons that have been learned from our trials and tribulations of, uh, of using digital media to um, help promote ourselves, our businesses, and help other people with theirs. So we'll be back again with you in just a couple of minutes.
1: dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world leading conversations with host cheryl esposito creates a place for that dialogue tune into the voice america business channel every friday as cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business government art economics and social change We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading Conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference, right here on the Voice America Business Channel, every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time.
0: Are the challenges of economic uncertainty and the pressures of global competition wreaking havoc on your company's strategy? To succeed in today's fast-paced, high-tech business landscape, companies must continually adapt while driving innovation and exploiting new opportunities. Listen for Quantum Business Insights with host Olivia Parr-Rood. Our guests will include thought leaders from around the world discussing and exploring the concepts that will move companies forward in these uncertain times. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel.
1: Tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper.
2: Hi, it's Chris Cooper, bemoreachievemore.com. And, and Dave, I just want to ask you, with your sort of publications,
3: uh, why you think that's a, a really good route to going global that's a great question um first of all it's obviously something i knew about i still think people like to study they like to read the the style of our magazine is very conversational it's not too heavy we don't use jargon or big words tends to speak in the same tone and language that people read in you know so it's a conversational style magazine Uh, but with the extra ability to put downloads in and video and audio it gives people other options so for me it's the perfect media You've, it's apart from the fact that you can't scratch and sniff it's got about everything else with it and no doubt that'll be around the corner at some stage <laughs> aroma um digital media that would be something wouldn't it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah th- uh, yes, yeah, it's absolutely right because you, you you can put video
2: in you can put audio in it's uh, it's really multi-dimensional isn't it uh, i guess the radio is just is just audio Um, However, the great thing about the radio is people do like listening to things and with things like MP3 players, uh, people can also download the radio interviews and listen to them on their iPods, on the train, the plane, uh, where maybe they don't have uh, broadband access. So I think it gives them, you know, some uh, people who listen to my show, so they listen to it every week when they're doing their ironing. You know, there are times when we just can't read. So I think it works well. Some people are obviously more visual and some people are more
3: audio. Uh, I think it's a massive thing, Chris. Um, I mean, I do some radio presenting, as you know, and it also focuses my mind, again, when people people think in pictures. And so when they listen to a radio show, they're visualizing things, the things that you're saying, and they're concentrating in a different kind of way. Uh, In one way, they're being lazy because they're not having to read, but in another way, they're being extremely focused, by listening to the words and then putting them into pictures in their mind and then interpreting what it is they're hearing. So I think there's a, a huge future for digital radio for sure. And the fact, like you say, that we can take a, one of your broadcasts and publish it months afterwards um, and it's still relevant and they can listen to it wherever they are, walking the dog, in the car, ironing, it's perfect.
2: Yeah, and I think the other thing that we do is we're providing content that's educational, that you can learn. So it's self-improvement. And personally, I'd rather be listening to that than listening to, you know, just, just, just music and, or conversation or, or, or depressing conversation about politics and things like that, which we get on some of our channels um, and, uh, and, and negative news. I'd rather be listening to things that are, can help me improve my, my business and keep my mind in a, a really great
3: centered place. Yeah, for sure. We have a mantra, which is grow yourself, grow your business. You know, your business won't grow unless you do. And being open to that, you have to be a certain type of person. And I don't subscribe to the moan and whinge type philosophy. It has to be positive. And if we're faced with a problem, we just call it a challenge. We don't use the word problem. You know, if we fail at something, we don't say it was a failure. We would say it's just a way that we tried that uh, needs to be improved on. And that's all about mindset. And mindset is something that underpins All of the magazines that we are going to be producing and every article that we put into the magazine, mindset is everything. And I guess, Chris, with the kind of guests that you've had on your radio show, one of the big success factors is that they've got great mindsets. They believe. Absolutely. And they're all
2: really people who, you know, my my mantra is kind of be more to achieve more. Uh, They're all people who have become more through massive self-development and but but that massive self-development has come one step at a time through studying and learning from interesting people from uh, taking some action learning some more finding mentors uh, listening to great content reading to great great content and uh, it's 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 sort of builds one step at a time um so they kind of embody the principle of the show
3: really chris do you find as well that a lot of people that are listening to this show show may well be solo entrepreneurs or sole traders or people that are just working with small teams or alone or from home. And I should imagine for some, you're like their friend, the virtual friend that they haven't got because they're not in the workplace anymore, the traditional workplace where they've got, you know, colleagues and a union and a canteen and all of that social side. Having you there and constantly giving them constant good messages, you know, that's like having a virtual mentor on the radio, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. And I'm always surprised when people do contact me and and who contacts me and and when they speak to me they feel like they already know me and that's yeah. a little bit strange and it's the same if i go to a conference sometimes and someone walks across and asks well crikey i know you where do i know you from and it's because they've listened to a show and they see seen my, my picture on it yeah i've got i've got a um a wonderful cl- a client in pakistan actually and um, that i've just started working with and you know he, he said well the first thing he's He'd listened to the shows. He'd listened to a number of them. He'd enjoyed the content. Very experienced TV guy, uh, and um, you know he he built up some a degree of confidence and trust in me through listening to a number of shows and my kind of style. And um, that that was um, was really nice to engage with someone like that. And you're starting off a relationship with someone like that with them already having some trust and
3: confidence in you because of they experiencing you through the media. And also, you mentioned Pakistan, you can reach so many different um, emerging economic powerhouses, really, can't you? You know, the, there's going to be a revolution of um, opportunity for going to places like India and China and these places. We never have the first clue, Chris, of how to reach them. But now... You know they can switch on the ipad and uh, and they can get hold of you and talking of media, can you hear the phone ring and that never happens normally <laughs> that's typical
2: <laughs> and
3: uh, and likewise um, likewise, the
2: technology where where it's available gives them the opportunity to reach um, other parts of the world themselves it's uh we, we can all broadcast and i'd be, I'd be interested to listen to something that was uh, high quality from uh, other markets.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why we're so delighted to have your show in our magazine, because it just spreads the message even further. You know, here's the thing. You can do some great contra deals with people. It's all about giving. I read a fantastic book. I'd recommend this. It's called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. It was on the um, May issue of our magazine on the front cover. I was reading his book. I was really inspired by it. I used Twitter to engage with him he came straight back and he's in Florida and I'm in Warwick and he started to talk me through the last chapter of the book and the idea of giving will give you that opportunity to get back and there'll be a reward for the more value you give and the reward may well be money and being able to contact people like that and um, you know do joint ventures and spread the word together gosh you know they don't call it the World Wide web for nothing this web of information exchange is massive and I still see people who don't want to do that. They want to keep everything close to their chest and everything to themselves, and it's that's so last century. Oh, com- completely. You know, it's for me. It's a, it's an honour
2: to be in your magazine each month. It's a great magazine, so I strongly recommend anybody who's got an iPad and an iPhone to access it. Um, but we, you know, there's, between us, I, I you offer me something of value of being in your magazine. I offer you something of value in terms of audio content. We don't have to ch- exchange any money. No. Nope. Um, we, we, we give to each other and we both
3: benefit. It's it's beautiful, really. Yes, and that's the thing is to uh, do deals with people in non-competing markets. Mm. And um, those that's strategic way of thinking. What happens is there's a great article coming up by a guy that you know called Aid Stone. And he's um, he's okay. actually written the foreword for the next magazine. And in it, he says, I don't deal with the world uh, small anymore. He said, you can create a big business from your bedroom and he didn't just mean in terms of turnover whenever he's on a project he can build a really great powerful team virtually for that one project and pull in the people he needs digitally deliver it and then break it up he doesn't have to you know employ people he doesn't have to uh, go through all of the stress of recruitment he just pulls in those favours and it's in everybody's interests. What a great way of looking at the world. Absolutely. And you've got guests who've been
2: in your magazine who are grateful to be there and would do you a favour. And I've got guests who've been on my radio show who would do me a favour, and, and some are doing. And, uh, and it's amazing to be able to have that
3: network available to you because you've given a gift, really, and created something. It gets a little bit hairy. I mean, I know I'm talking a good game. Chris, trust me, there have been times when I've had a wobble, you know, our magazine is free, and that doesn't pay the bills. And... Uh, As Bob Berg would say, you know, you have to give a lot of value and then eventually there will be a reward. The reward might be money, but you have to be patient as well. And uh, you have to be strategic and you have to be very, very clever at the way you do things and authentic as well. You know, you don't just give lots of value just, you know, on the sly. You've got to be genuine. And if Pete was talking now, his genuine desire is to impact the lives of as many small business owners across the world as possible. And he's very animated about that. You know, he doesn't do it because of the money he does it because that's what he wants to do to educate people and offer all these great gifts and in return there'll be a reward and the reward might be money it kind of it's a win-win it, it is but as you say there you know that's one of your one of your learnings you've
2: got to be patient haven't you and it's a, it's a bit like there's always a sort of a principle of showing up I and mean, if you keep showing up and you keep uh, consistently developing something eventually the benefits do start to come through. I mean, there are probably
3: points on your journey when you you wondered about whether you should give up of that. I mean, that certainly has in mind. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why the, uh, I picked up the book, Pete. It wasn't wobbling, and it's a great thing about working in partnership because it is lonely. You know, there are times when I'm working alone, and the book arrived in the post. And um, I read it in half a day. It's an easy read, and it just I knew why I'd sent it. It was just that kind of way of patting me on the shoulder and saying, it's going to be okay, stick with it. And guess what? The reward did come. It was money and a lot more on top, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't change anything. But as you say, you have to develop things as you go along. We've made a lot of mistakes. I guess you have too, uh, but we've learned from them.
2: Yeah. And what what do you think have been the
3: the key benefits for you, do you think? Um, The learning I've mentioned and, you know, you always have to do something you love. And I've done a lot of things that I don't love, but I love doing this. It's a, a passion of mine. And I think if you're doing something you love, is it Confucius that said, you know, do, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. And that's a great saying. And that's what we stick by. But there are frustrations and there are uh, things that we've got wrong. You mentioned uh, the fact that the magazine's on the iPhone. It's rubbish. And, <laughs> and I say that not blatantly. It's just not a good experience because we haven't optimized for the iPhone yet. It's brilliant on the iPad. On the iPhone it's not a great experience and you and I were talking about that but it will be because we know what to do to put it right and you know next month when the next issue comes out it'll be a nice experience but at the moment it's poor but guess what we didn't know that until we put one out there and that's what I would always say to people you know you've got to take one step to climb the mountain so take that step yes and keep uh, adjusting uh, yeah and not realizing it's always going to be perfect well this is it I'm a perfectionist and it's a you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but some people say, you know, good is good enough, and, um, you know, just get it out there. So that's what we did. I mean, we've had a lot of um, interest, but I'm almost embarrassed because it's not good enough. It's not a good experience, and people want a good experience, and that's what we'll give them, but we didn't know that until we put it out. No, and it's going to be, as you say, it's, it's only just, just gone out onto iPhone, so in a month or so you'll have that fixed, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be good on the iPhone as well. Yeah, and that's where you get an advantage as well, of course, because radio pretty much works on any device, doesn't it? It does, and so this goes straight into iTunes, which, which is great, because
2: you know my listeners come through people listening to the last 95 episodes via iTunes and via the archive on the show and my website, so... You know the nice thing about it is you. I think I've built up an archive. If somebody's interested in sales or marketing or their social media or their, it's, it's, they've got a bit of a challenge around their confidence or the mindset. They can go into the archive and, and listen to the shows that relate to those subjects. It's um,
3: a, you know a great learning library really that's been built up over time. And what an opportunity for you, Chris, uh, to take advantage of all of that—ninety-five hours worth of content that you've now got and you can reuse, repurpose, repackage. It's all yours, and now you've got another potential product or service that you can offer built out of a one hour a week commitment and I think that's that's
2: absolutely right and with having like you, I suppose we should both you are also a speaker an m c you're a broadcaster and you've got this this venture around the the magazine i mean we are also kind of earning our revenue in other ways aren't we and uh, having having a magazine that you do around small business, you know that positions you as an expert around small business um, for me, having a radio show, it positions me as having expertise as well and, and being uh, you know being um around great people and great content and some
3: of that light kind of shines back on you doesn't it and the revenues comes in different ways yes, and that was the biggest shock for me is that the esteem that people hold you in and they do think of you as an expert because most people haven't got a radio show on Voice America. Most people don't have a magazine on the iPad, and which is an iconic device. You know, it's the, the fastest growing or the fastest selling device of all time, apparently, when it was launched. And um, one of the biggest grossing. And most people don't do it. So when you tell them that's what I do or you tell them I've got a radio show, people go, wow, then you must be an expert. And, you know, that's priceless. So it's got a, a And there's nobody has ever refused an interview for my magazine, and I guess it's the same for you. But nobody turns you down, do they, Chris? I, I, I'm trying to think if anyone
2: has. I mean, I've had one or two people who've not responded to an email, but besides that, I have my bigger challenge is actually um, managing the people who do request, um, because uh, you know, particularly when it, it becomes quite difficult, doesn't it? You, you, as, as people who like to give, and and you've got to sometimes decide who's the best, uh, the best people, or the best content to. Put on the show which means sometimes you've got to say no and that's probably one of the harder things i think
3: yeah and i think you've got to be clear about your values uh, we have a lady called Jo simpson that writes for the magazine on values oh, yeah. and you know she's uh, just brilliant at that so Anish, so know your values and then people will be attracted to you and then what they provide for you should um, sit comfortably with your ethos and, and the values of your magazine or radio show
2: mm.
3: and what, what do you think is the Sort of the biggest mistake you've made? We've got a couple of minutes now. Um, I think that if you try and do too much yourself, I mean, you know, it's easy to try and take on too many tasks, but you can soon get overwhelmed, and it's a, a good idea to. Uh, create that virtual team and delegate a lot of the work out. We did everything. We did the design. We create the content. We do all the editing, embed all the links, and that's hard work. So now we've got a fantastic art worker uh, called Natasha. She's brilliant. She does all of our artwork. She's part of our team. She's part of the growth of the business. Uh, We've also got people uh, in the Philippines doing work for us abroad, Uh, people all over, and, of course, the people that are providing the content. Now, uh, don't ask to ask. People read the magazine and say, can we be in it? Mm -hmm. Like you, we have a bit of a queue, and that's lovely. You know, I I like that situation.
2: And and the thing we've not mentioned about your magazine, I don't think, is what you've now – you've created the small business owner magazine. That was monthly, so I I know you've been running for 52 weeks. So why I said 52. Um, But but you've done that monthly, and now you've gone to quarterly, haven't you, Um, and, and provide that to magazine quarterly. But you've also, from all that experience and learning, you're now creating magazines for clients and bespoke one so one of the guys who's been on my show before um, peter roper who's a tremendous guy um he's now got the family business owner magazine which you're producing
3: yes one of the things that we realized is that the small business owner magazine got so much content in it it takes you a little while to digest it It's, it's an easy read but you still want to digest it so we think 90 days between two editions gives you more time to do that you know you can challenge yourself over the 90 days but equally it gives us more time to work with expert editors and peter you've named who's an absolute expert in the field of family business been involved with family business virtually all his life who can edit his own magazine get all of the rewards and the kudos that it brings but give great value to other family business owners i mean wow what a what a powerful thing to be able to do and that in itself is a niche absolutely and we Got to go in
2: a sec because it's the commercial break. But I can mention what's happened for me with the radio show is actually developed other products for me. So you, you you've actually from your expertise, it's led to you developing products which you generate revenue from. Um, but you first had to put all the groundwork in, haven't you, to learn yeah. to do it?
3: Yeah, it took us a year. And uh, you know what, Pete, as a saying, he said that we had an approach of uh, ready, aim, uh, sorry, ready, fire, aim. That was it. Ready, fire, aim and uh, so we aimed after (laughs) (laughs) so we're going
2: to go to commercial break now we should be back in a couple of minutes and we'll come back with some more lessons and learnings about digital media so we'll be back again in just two minutes
0: from the boardroom to you voice america business network
1: facilitated leader development workshops and speeches email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free no obligation consultation to see how chris and his team can help you how can we americans realize
0: our dreams to earn a living how can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee learn how at the american business person the online weekly radio talk show hosted by rich killian today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails if you own a new or established business or ever hope to you must tune in join us every wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time 2 p.m central and noon pacific on the voice america business channel or listen on demand to our archived shows do you like most americans spend the majority of your life at work Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kirk Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business A Great Place to Work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, and enjoy a better workplace and a better life.
2: Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper of more Achieve More. I'm with Dave Sharp of uh, the Small Business Owner Magazine and SBO International. And Dave, we were talking about mistakes and things that you've made before the the break. And you were saying about, uh, uh, you know, farm things out to other people and have a team. And, uh, you know, I've got a team now. One of the lessons I learned from, from the show was having... Um, some marketing people who can help me with social media and and, and do all of those
3: things because it's just too much to do it all yourself. Yeah, that's very much the case. And the other thing is, I mean, processes and systems that you almost develop like a franchise, you know, this idea that it can be copied. So if anything happened to us, someone else could pick it up and just get on with it. You know, Um, Pete is very keen that we have these systems uh, that they don't have names attached that they're just tasks that make the boat go faster and make the boat work indeed, um, if you understand what I mean by that phrase. And uh, whereas I'd be put initials next to everything, that's my job, and that information's all in my head, we've now got that all out and shared, and these in steps rather than, you know, this is what I have to do, this is what you have to do. These are the tasks, and they can be delegated so that it's not dependent on us. A bit different for you because you're the voice of your show. <laughs> yes, I, th- I think... I think it is, and I think,
2: but I do have people supporting me around this show, uh, so it's it's not just me. But it does rely on me turning up every single week. Uh, but I think what um, you suggest, you said, you know, you've just mentioned there about um, making sure people are very clear about tasks is with digital media. If you are um, going to eventually monetize it, it is actually worth putting the time in, like you have for a year. And and I've done for two years with my show to be able to do it really well. And then yeah. it becomes so much easier to monetize it. Because also you understand it better and it's it's sure. smoother, it's more natural. And you start to see the opportunities, don't you?
3: Yes, you do. And as uh, Lord Alan Sugar, who's a obviously well-known UK entrepreneur and probably known worldwide, would say, you have to smell what sells. And, um, you know, we changed our business model, but you can, you can adapt. The good thing about digital media as well is that, you do have a little bit more flexibility in your deadlines. I mean, your show has to go out at four o'clock on a Friday, but you could pre-record it with um, print media. If you miss the print press, you've had it. You know, they'll put another job on and you'll have to wait. Whereas with ours, you know, sometimes when things have gone wrong, we've afforded ourselves a little bit of leeway. And and that does take the pressure off a little bit as well. So there are advantages in that respect.
2: You You make, a. I think one of the lessons I've really learned through my show and one of the real benefits is if you commit yourself to doing something like like uh, maybe maybe getting yourself into so many uh, digital media articles or creating your own magazine or creating podcasts or creating radio when you've got something like you have that people are expecting it every month or every quarter people expect my show every week what it does mean is absolutely focus your mind and resources to produce Pull out all the stops to produce something to that time scale so i look at what i've achieved i could never have achieved i hadn't committed to voice america and doing this show having in two years 95 unique hours of radio content that i could utilize in many ways in the future
3: yeah and also chris you could now become a coach or a mentor To someone else, if they wanted to run a show, like we can, we've now got these new editors. You've mentioned Peter Roper with the Family Business Owner Magazine. We've got Rebecca Woodhead focusing on home business owners. And also uh, the Beauty Business Owner Magazine launches in a couple of weeks with Liz McKeon. And they're all very niche. Notice that you know beauty business, home business, family business, they could all broadly come under the small business owner magazine, but niches work. Go deep and narrow. That works. Um, but the fact that we've had 12 months of learning means that we can pass that on and our editors don't have to make the same mistakes that we've made or uh, they can just you know do things more efficiently. And I guess that's the same for you if ever you wanted to pass the rain on. Well, I think that there's that. Um, what I found surprising
2: with my show is that a big benefit for me, and where I've, I've generated some, some some great revenue from, has been I, I developed a concept that I call elevation. And elevation is for companies who want to want to help elevate their status as trusted advisors with their customers and their employees and their stakeholders. And, and so, what I do is I work with them to help them understand uh, their proposition and, and how they could better articulate it through different media like audio, video webinar etc and and but in doing a very coordinated way and uh, therefore in the last three months i think i've been i've interviewed on camera about 20 times uh, and been filmed on video creating unique content for clients to help elevate their status i've got another big elevation project so the skills of being able to interview I and mean, also as a speaker i'm used to standing up in front of people but the, i wouldn't have actually had the credibility i don't think to do that without the show and my my speaking involvement um, and when i say to people that i've got done 100 hours of radio nearly then it inspires an awful lot of confidence that i'm probably the person to Help them through that. So it's actually created a, a completely new channel of, of business for me outside of my usual training, mentoring, speaking, facilitating.
3: And I think if you've got a speaking coach consult business, it gives you lots and lots of case studies and stories and examples that you can then weave into your uh, examples, your yeah. speeches. You know, you can say, oh, by the way, I was talking to a guy the other day on the show and he said, and we can do the same with the magazine. And I think people like that because it shows that you're actually worldly uh, and in touch and that you know you're, what you're on about. Cause it's easy to put consultant in front of your name um, and actually just get all the information, you know, and, and not have any real substance to it. Mm. But I think when you've talked to, what, 95 different guests, it's probably more than that, isn't it, Chris, because you've done some doubles. Yes. Um, gosh, that gives you a lot of good stories and case studies with examples and real life learning that you can pass on. Uh, Absolutely. And it gives a
2: lot of people that you can do joint ventures with. So uh, I've got um, the the guest who's on my show next week, Asara Lovejoy, through connecting with her for the show, we are going to do a teleseminar series, which will go out on the internet in January. And so we're developing a product together um, through yourself, you know, we've got this relationship around the magazine i've got a uh, an event in i'm going to in a week or so the professional speaking association national conference i um, in my hotel with me i've got you know a chap who's climbed everest a couple of times and the twice world champion rower the three of us are spending time together one of she's flying over from denmark uh, you know that network has been established through relationships with the show if i want to my children to doing a project i could put them in front of a world champion or a thought leader in something on skype and they'd be happy to help yeah. There's it, so many there's so much richness and and value that comes from connecting people with people around the world and giving them a, a gift and a positive experience of you really
3: and also the contributors because we don't always choose the stars the people that are well known we have done we've had some great guests in our magazine like you have but sometimes some emerging stars some yeah people just need a chance, an opportunity to shine, a platform. And when you give them that, they're usually the ones who are the most grateful. And they'll say to me, do you mind if I tell people? I said, no, I insist that you tell people. And they're so proud to say, as featured in this magazine, and, you know, they, they want to, um, they see that as a, a bit of bling that gives them the credibility and I'm more than happy. Because one thing we don't do is we don't pay people to contribute to our publications Um, That's not the incentive. The incentive is sharing, giving great value and um, being published in a a magazine that's been, you know, in the top 10 for the last 52 weeks on the uh, iTunes newsstand. And the same with you, a really credible radio show who wouldn't want to be associated with that. And you make a really, really good point there because
2: it isn't just about the stars and uh, and you know, it's a real learning I've had. I've had, <clears throat> I've had some pe- one or two people on my show who, who I've realised afterwards, they're on the radio maybe twenty times in a month, and the reality is, are they going to actually? They're, they're there because there's an audience. Are they going to market my the show and share it with more people? Possibly not, because it's diluted in that twenty. Um, but then there's individuals like I had a lovely lady, uh, she's become a really good friend called Hilary Wilson, and Hilary talked about career success. Now Hilary doesn't have a big mailing list, um, but she has some really, really great top clients in the UK and um, in sort of FTSE one hundreds. And I thought, you know, I, I could have been mercenary about it and thought actually, you know, Hilary's probably not got the reach. Interestingly, she was so keen to be on that show, and she kept talking to me. She sent me a book, um, and. After we produced that show, it's turned out to be one of the most listened to shows um, that I've ever done. Uh, and I think that beca- was through her energy and her enthusiasm. And it's a brilliant show. It's not listen to it, it's on career success. Um, uh, and I'm very grateful to her. And I, and I realize it isn't about the it's about the stars and, and they don't always have the best content. It's about people who are keen to be there, want to add value, but
3: they're for the right reasons. You know, you just said something that really um, was in tune with me. You talked about reach. And, of course, the title of this show is about going global. And now you've got global reach. And not just for us as publishers of this sort of media, but also the contributors to it. So, for example, in our magazine, we always include an author profile a photograph and a link so that they can grow their lists that they can engage with the audience. You know, that's our reward back to them. You know that people can find out more by clicking a link and you've been generous with us by, you know, you've given people the um, download address. So you're doing us a favor, you know, by um, pointing people who perhaps wouldn't normally come into contact with us, certainly not globally. No. um And, and by joint venturing, you can you can do
2: that. Um, and, and what we're doing, both of us, your, your, your magazine is a great magazine. So I authentically, I'm delighted to have you here. I'm delighted to be a part of it. Uh, and there's mutual respect because you know that I produce something of, of quality as well. Um, so it's, if you can partner up with people like that, it's only going to be good, isn't it, for the audience as well as um, uh, any objectives you might have for yourself.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would be the one big thing that I would recommend to people listen to the show is that even if you don't have the knowledge yourself or the uh, content, there are people out there that will freely give it to you. All they're doing is waiting for you to ask them. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, so it's a good point. So if you, if you look, at, look at the radio, if you're thinking
2: about oh, actually it'd be good to be on the radio, it'd be good to, uh, to um, be in a magazine, just go searching on the Internet because there's people out there like us who are looking for great content.
3: Yeah, original content. And you know what? There's going to be somebody out there who's, uh you know, the next Bill Gates, the next, you know, entrepreneur that's going to set the world alight. And you know, they just need a break. And um, that's what I hope that we'll unearth one day is somebody that contributed to the magazine, and they go on to super success, and they may well turn around one day and say, Do you know what? down to those guys giving me a chance I've provided some content I was le- reading the magazine anyway and learning from it and as a result of that this is what I've gone on to achieve absolutely yeah um, so it's a great way to connect with
2: fascinating people from around the world isn't it and, and ultimately it can lead to all sorts of different potential revenue streams and um, do you have a final message we've got about a minute left before I need to finish Dave that you'd like to
3: leave us with yeah I guess the message is from me I think I started the program by admitting my age and saying that I had to be Dragged, kicking and screaming. Well, I would say to all people, allow yourself to be dragged, kicking and screaming. Get out of your comfort zone. Put yourself out there and see what happens. You know, there's no fun without a little bit of risk. And as Pete would say, if he was here now, he says, you know, if you're a small business owner, it's the best adult playground that there possibly could be. You can have a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of trials and tribulations, but I'd rather be on the roller coaster than the merry-go-round. Absolutely. Dave, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, thank you so much for that I would just um, add,
2: add to that if you start doing this don't do it piecemeal uh, give it, give it a, a good bit of time for me I was a year in I was almost close to uh, calling it a day and then suddenly the benefits and the value and the, the thanks and things like that started coming through and the joint ventures and it, so it's been a wonderful experience now looking back on it but I could have easily 12 months ago said actually I'm putting more effort in and it's not worth it so keep, keep at it, keep going absolutely um, so for anyone wanting to contribute to the SBO Mag um, who has a really good on-point message, go to hello at the com. Um, you can check out the mag at um the SBOMag.com. Do put it onto your um, iPad um, and it's going to improve on the phone. And uh, To be a guest on this show, you can contact me if you're a thought leader who can really contribute. You can check through the archive and see what's happened before. Any questions, come to quiz at More, com. And next show is a tremendous show with um Asara Lovejoy. And uh, we're going to be talking about um, all sorts of things like uh, quantum physics and things like that, but really how to get what you want and how to, and uh, the biology of change we're talking about. I know it's a good one. I had to pre record it. I'm away next Friday. But um, so do listen in to Asara Lovejoy next week. Dave um, Sharp of the SBO Mag, thanks very much. Really appreciate talking to you and have a great week. Thanks.
1: you for listening to be more achieve more please join your host chris cooper again next friday at 8 a.m u.s pacific time typically 4 p.m london on the voice america business channel enjoy your week